Welcome to Blake's Takes for God's Sakes, a Wednesday podcast where each week, you know what I do, I put on my big boy pants and I piss them, daddy. That's what I do. I take my britches and I go pissies in my britches, big boy britches, that is. What if The Gap started selling a pantaloon called Big Boy Britches? Would you watch it or would you switch it on and off? This is... Blake's sakes, for God's sakes, and, uh, and it is a Wednesday podcast. When I said that earlier, uh, I wasn't messing around. If I forgot to say that earlier, then I sincerely, sincerely apologize. Uh, I am, by the way, if you are watching this, you, and if you are watching, there's probably a better way to phrase that. If you are listening to this, I should be 100% upfront with you. I am currently live streaming this to tape, much like uh, Johnny Carson used to do when he hosted um, Late Night with Conan O'Brien. And this was, by the way, back in the 30s. And I'm going live to tape. And if you are a patron, if you're a member of the Patreon community, not just for me, but if you have patronized anyone in the past seven years, uh, you can watch this. So I, uh, I'm not totally sure what I'm talking about right now. However, well, the point that I'm trying to get across is if you are a member of my Patreon, uh, you can watch a video of this podcast. And you know what? I highly suggest you don't because actually I suggest you do. Can I take that again? I suggest you don't. Fuck. All right, hold on. Let me try that again. If you are watch, if you're listening to this and you're a member of the Patreon, I highly suggest that you don't watch. Fuck. Let's try this again. If you are watching, I highly suspect you are crazy. <laughs> All right. Enough fucking around. That's not what this podcast is for. This is a serious show for serious times. And I'm a serious young little boy. I'm 11 years old. I don't know if I've talked about that yet on this podcast, but I just celebrated my 11th birthday, my twin tower, if you will. And uh, will you? You won't? Fine. So, yes, if you enjoy the audio of this podcast, if you love my pipes, I get it. I get it. One of the many, 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 many good parts about this show are my pipes. Uh, Another good part that we haven't really delved into yet. um, By the way, my leg's not in the shot, okay? That's for uh, if you give $1,000 a month to my Patreon, you can, I will do a podcast um with my you know that thing that people do you know like with their hands to make it look like it's talking like you put your thumb over your index finger it kind of looks like a, a, a stone speaking um with like an old man's mouth you know like you put the two like the eyeballs on the uh on the knuckle that's what i will do but with my leg does that make sense so if you give a thousand dollars a month i'll draw a face on my uh my tr- my left trunk and I will move my uh, skin back and forth as I speak. And that is, uh, that's another Patreon tier that I have not created yet. But it is available for you if you so suggest it. Um, this week, oh, and we will, this is the 12 days of Christmas. By the way, happy holidays. Bling Cosby is, uh, is my name. Bling Cosby. Uh, not Bing Crosby. 
who I uh, whose name I did just mean to say, uh, Bling Crosby. Clos- B- Dingling Massachusetts is the name of my uh, of my my croon band. Now I feel silly as shit, and I don't know if that's because I'm looking at myself as I speak. And I do also realize that I've yet to make sense. However, so again, if you are a member, Patreon.com/slash Blake Wexler, you can join any tier. Okay, there's a one dollar tier, and you get all the content each Friday. I do uh, either a bonus take. Um, I put the video of my entire album up there if you would like to watch it. So there is a, if you give a dollar a month, you can get all this shit. If you give five dollar a month, uh, five dollars a month, you can get shout outs, which I will be doling out like fucking bananas on this goddamn podcast. And by that, by the way, I don't mean like B A N A N A S or whatever. I mean like literally dole bananas. I'm not talking about Chiquita, and nor will I. I will not talk about that. So that's what we're going to do. Um, what is that's what we're going to do? That's me uh, vamping right there. That's what we're going to do. Blake, you didn't say anything. What do you mean that? What is the that that you're referring to? So again, if um, join the Patreon if you want to watch the video of this. I'll be doing this more often. Again, if, if pipes are your thing, stick to audio. But if you enjoy bone structure, a decent, very decent facial hair I have right now, and a Sixers hat that I don't think I wear hats correctly, which is, all right, here is my take on how I wear hats. Um, here's another Blake's take. Boom, boom. Um, I, so I, I've built up a habit of wearing my hat and resting it like above my forehead. If you're watching, you can see me doing it right now. So the brim is a little bit high up in the air. And I do that because when I was younger, and honestly, still kind of deal with acne. I had uh, bad acne on my forehead when I was younger, and wearing a hat low would make the acne worse, you know, because you have, like, the oils on your head and they can't go anywhere. And that's just that's just dermatology, what I just said. That is just pure Bill Barr. Um, so uh, that's why I don't wear my hat down as low as I should because I'm afraid it's going to give me acne. And uh, that's what I'm wearing right now. I'm wearing a Sixers hat. Uh, first game of the year is the day that you're listening to this. And that is that is not a coincidence. Um, I've started planning releasing my podcast every single Wednesday. Not because it's the middle of the week and you can listen to it uh, throughout the week. Uh, or, you know, you can listen to it like it's, it's, it's fairly evergreen, you know, this current events podcast. I have the first ever uh, evergreen current events podcast. Um but uh, yeah, that's where I was about to make a joke that like I started doing this podcast on Wednesdays because I knew in 2020 that uh, it would be the first day of the NBA season. And that's that's not it. That's not what I was doing it at all. So here we go. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Kwanzaa. I hope your Hanukkah was great. I hope everything else you celebrate is awesome. Happy holidays to everybody. And this is a holiday episode. It's a holiday special. And um, as you can see, if you were watching on the Patreon, I'm in a garage. Again, I'm still in Charleston, South Carolina. And I have been eating like a real pig bastard since I've been here. And I'm trying to move around on this screen. And I almost just pulled... Is there any worse feeling, by the way, than you're doing something and you have like the headphones that still plug into your phone, like the earbuds, and you're doing something and then they latch onto like a doorknob and they rip out of your ears? Because that's something that the how and I think I've talked about this before, the anger that I have when that happens. And I am in Charleston, South Carolina. I've been eating like a real fucking like just a Thanksgiving Day parade float. I've been eating. I have been eating 
I've had two sandwiches of this ilk. Uh, a smoked, it's a, like a, oh, fuck. They call it the smoked Cuban. And it's pulled pork and ham and barbecue sauce on a delicious roll and uh, and like obviously some either a swiss or like a like a cheddar and let me tell you underrated charleston south carolina like sandwiches in the south are underrated because when you think sandwich often you think like northeast like you know new york philly that's where you think great sandwiches places honestly i'll just say it right now places with uh big italian populations generally have amazing sandwiches but down south i know everybody thinks about their barbecue blah 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 fucking great sandwiches great bread as well and that's and i think i've said this i scream this sometimes at night the key to a great sandwich kind of starts the bread is a lot of it because if you think about a sandwich what makes up the biggest proportion of a sandwich it's kind of like the human body and like jizz you know what i mean we're like what makes up most part of a human body it's semen so that's what i'm saying with sandwiches in south carolina the bread is the semen of the sandwich and i by the way don't fact check me on any of that i might be off on the percentages there oh i'm sorry water fuck okay it's water water makes up the most part of a human body jesus christ I hope I hope I remember to edit that out. All right, so here we are. Here we are. It is Christmas time, and I do want to say one more thing. I've been wearing a fitness watch lately, and I wouldn't buy myself all by myself. I would not purchase all purchase you silly girl i'm gonna buy you a house this is me uh, serenading a 19 year old woman as a 78 year old man isn't that crazy that that used to happen or that still happens that men in their like old men try to date young women like that and to woo them they sing at them <laughs> can you believe that that happens so uh, I got a I got a fitness watch because my girlfriend's um, uncle was like is a super fitness person, also huge conservative, and uh, like proud conservative. And he and I like get along because uh, I like will make fun of him, and he's like he can take it, and he threatens to kill me, and we both enjoy that. He likes being checked, and I like uh, when people threaten to take my life away. That is, by the way, if you want to be friends with me, threaten to kill me. <laughs> I'll be like, yo, what is your number? Would you like to come to my eventual wedding? So he um, had a watch that he was done with. Uh, fit, he's a super fitness person, like this incredible fitness person to the point where um, he was competing on this app and like the top four people on it were like he was number two and Lance Armstrong was number four. And he was telling us this at a dinner and to piss him off, I said, uh, hey, listen, you know, say what you will about Lance Armstrong, but like he will never, ever coming even close to the skill of Floyd Landis and he looked at me and he said are you fucking kidding me <laughs> and if you don't know uh Lance Armstrong the greatest cyclist of all time and Floyd Landis was a uh, a man from Lancaster Pennsylvania who whose hairline was too you know like I, I am jealous so there is a perfect here's another Blake's take 
there is a such thing as someone having too good of a hairline where me like i don't love mine like it is going and like for for those of you who are watching on the patreon uh you can see it a little bit but there is another version of when people's hairline is like too close to their eyebrows you know it's like what the f- like this can this person read at an adult level you know like there is something about too good of a hairline where it's like i'm not i think this person could get through like a 120 page book like 120 pages 120 pages 120 pages uh but if you gave that person with too good of a hairline like a 300 page book I honestly don't think they could make it through it. And that's something, that's a little stereo. That's actually not a stereotype. That's just a take. My take right there, people with too good of hairlines can't read uh, over 299 pages of prose. Um, So he sends me this watch because he didn't need any more. And it's this incredibly, it's the nicest gift. Incredibly nice watch. Here, I'm holding it up to uh, the people on the fucking, um, on the Patreon. It's like, I would, it's not a thousand dollars, but it's close. (laughs) Like it's that it's for real athletes. And I, you know, try to like, I work out pretty much every day. As you all know, if you're watching on the Patreon, you see it, you see this body and it honestly probably makes you furious to see how nice my, my, by the way, if you're, for those of you who aren't watching on the Patreon right now, I am uh, shirtless and just soaked (laughs) i am soaked i am so no one's ever been wetter than i am right now and honestly probably some of my uh viewers while watching and that is that's a sex joke and i hate it so um he sends me this incredibly nice watch so generous and i have this weird fear that the watch it was so used to his fitness that now it's with me and it's like the watch is miserable, you know, because the watch used to be tested and used like on these incredible like 50 mile hikes and, you know, like like 150 mile bike rides and skiing. And now I'm jogging two miles and keeping track of that. And I feel like the watch might stop working out of protest or honestly not out of protest, but out of depression. Like I'm worried that the watch used to have such a good athletic life and now it's living with me and the watch is just gonna like just rot away and and dissolve on my wrist so that's the thing that I'm dealing with now as I've said before this is the Christmas episode and I promise shout outs for the rest of my patrons and this is not an episode just for the patrons this is just another level it's also a way for me to try to make a little more scratch and um this episode is going to be, it's the 12 days of Christmas, everyone. So I'm going to go, I'm going to give my take on each day of Christmas. I'm also going to give some of these gifts to my patrons who've been uh, subscribed to the entire year. And there's uh, what, one, two, three, four, five, six of them that I will be doling out these gifts to uh, as part of their shout outs for each month and as part of a little Christmas cheer. So here we are, everyone. This has been the intro. And now I'm moving into the 12 days of christmas blake wexler is here wexler wexler blake wexler is here wexler wexler blake wexler is here wexler wexler blake wexler is here blake 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 wexler is here wexler wexler blake wexler is here wexler wexler blake wexler is here wexler wexler blake wexler is here blake 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 
Wexler is here, Wexler, Wexler. Blake Wexler is here, Wexler, Wexler. Blake Wexler is here, Wexler, Wexler. Blake Wexler is here, Blake, 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 Blake. Blake Wexler is here, Wexler, Wexler. Blake Wexler is here, Wexler, Wexler. Blake Wexler is here, Wexler, Wexler. Blake Wexler is here, Blake, 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 Blake. Blake Wexler is here, Wexler, Wexler. And we are back now. Uh, let's go through each day of Christmas. All right. I'm going to give my take, my Blake's take on every single day. Of the 12 days of Christmas, I'm taking it to you, a partridge in a pear. <laughs> That's fake, baby. So, uh, my Blake's fake. Blake, take, bake. So, let's start. I mean, honestly, usually you would go... Uh, descending order, you know, from the 12th day down to the first day. However, I do feel like that the days of Christmas, the gifts of which keep getting better, you know? So I'm actually going to start at one, uh, the first day of Christmas, which is partridge in a pear tree. And that is easily the uh, the most disappointing one. By the way, spoiler alert with the 12 days of Christmas, mostly a song about birds, which is odd I'm not sure why birds are a Christmas thing. Well, let's try to think about it. Take a bird, I guess, in sunny, snowy weather, like nestling on a tree branch, is quite Christmassy. But I don't know why I'm picturing this, but like the opposite would just be a wet bird, like on a tree branch and just a soak with its soaking wet feathers. And I'm like, that's the opposite of Christmas. So a bird, depending on where you are, is either extremely Christmassy or Grinch-like, to be completely honest. So the first one, a partridge in a pear tree. A partridge is a type of bird. Oh, you know what I've actually underrated in this? So I was thinking about the bird, a partridge, which I'm, again, I've been nothing but honest on this podcast, is a shitty bird. Like, a partridge is a short-tailed game bird with mainly brown plumage. And plumage, as far as words go, very underrated. I would say plumage is one of my favorite words in the entire world. So am I even recording right now? Yes, I am. Am I? Yes, I am. So uh, am I Have I? Am I alone? Am I very alone? Am I recording? Am I speaking? Have I ever spoken to anyone in my entire life? My cadence and the subjects in which I talk about on this podcast would suggest no. So partridge in a pear tree, um, I've always zeroed in on the partridge part of it, which is a huge, here, let's play the sound. Oh, hello, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, here we go. Partridge. Ah, what is it? Partridge. And a partridge in a pear tree. Partridge. So I would say a partridge is 
a pretty shitty bird as far as birds go. And apparently a partridge is native to Eurasia. And Eurasia sounds like a sick nightclub. Hey, what are you guys doing tonight? Oh, I'm just going to do some fucking X and go to Eurasia. Oh, yeah? Who's who's DJing tonight? Oh, the DJ is DJ Pretty partridge so i am I'm, i hope i hope this is at all funny and i don't I, I honestly think it's a coin flip which which by the way i'll take those odds so i've always thought uh for the first one a partridge in a pear tree is i would only think about the partridge but the pear tree is actually a really big seller here so forget about the partridge for a minute and let's focus on the pear tree Pears are extremely underrated, and I think a pear actually. So that's kind of a common Christmas gift, I believe. Where I've again, I don't think about pears that much, but whenever I've had a pear, it was fucking delicious. And I believe they're gifted where that's what's in a box where they're like covered in foil. It's pears, right? Am I wrong there? I could be really wrong. If I am, please let me know. But I do think that that's it. So I used to think that uh, number one, which again is a partridge in a pear tree, was the worst one. However, if you forget about the partridge and you just focus on the pear tree, then it's actually not that bad. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to award this to one of my patrons, a partridge, if you will. So partridge in a pear tree, you want to know who I'm going to give it to? I'm going to give it to my friend Frankie, okay, to that to that patron because frankie when i first uh met them i was like oh uh, i don't know who this person is they're wearing a t-shirt from um my my show that i run on sundays and we don't know each other that well and just like i didn't know the um ah, fuck hold on just like i didn't know number one partridge and a pear tree was that cool but it's actually really really cool and so is frankie so frankie congratulations you are the patron that gets the partridge in the pear tree and by the way if this doesn't motivate you people to join my patreon i don't know what will number two turtle doves all right on the second day of christmas my true love gave to me two turtle doves so turtle doves another another bird another bird that i feel like all these birds are just prey for hawks right like a uh, partridge is definitely a I, I x'd out of the thing it's definitely a hawk's food but a turtle dove i can just picture a red-tailed hawk just feasting on that bitch so turtle oh, jesus christ with the noise no emails right now. I'm recording my potty. Oh, I have to register my... All right, hold on. I have to register my album on Sound Exchange so I can get all my residuals. So, Turtle Doves. Who does business during their podcast as if that's what business is? Um, so, Turtle Doves, not that great. However, one thing that is the saving grace of the Turtle Dove is the fact that I believe it was Home Alone. That adorable old man gave the kid turtle dove, my turtle doves, where you give it to your friend, right? Which is the cutest thing in the entire world. So turtle doves, outside of that context, hawk food. But in the context of that Home Alone adorable old man thing, I would say pretty special, actually. So you know what? I'm going to award my second Oh, look at this. This really is the Christmas spirit because I took two things that at the beginning, I'm like, these are the worst ones. And I'm like, they're actually kind of special. So I'm going to give Paul 
Scaraventa, a turtle dove. And I'm going to keep one too because we're going to be friends forever. How about that cute shit that I'm pulling out? All right. So we've given two days of Christmas to the patrons so far. And now we're going to move on to number three. Three French hens. Uh, so a French hen... I can't imagine that being better than a fucking American hen, huh? By the way, uh, we are three in, still three fucking birds, all right? So we have but No, 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 hold on. We have one partridge, two turtle doves, and three French hens. So that's five. We're six bird. We're three days in, and we've already got six birds. So a French hen... Let me fucking tell you about a fucking French hen, all right? Because I, I want a fucking American chicken. If you try to give me, I show up at your fucking supermarket, and I'm like, I want some big, big-titted fucking American chicken. And you hand me a French hen, it stinks, huh? Its feathers are all groomed in a fucking fancy way. It's got tight, tight uh, feathers are form-fitting, huh? Fucking with a cigarette sticking out of it and I want that and I'm like this ain't no fucking what what the fuck is this and they'd be like it's a French hen and I'll be like that is not for fucking me I want a big titted American fucking chicken give me that because what this this chicken I want a fucking d cup having bird you're giving me these two a cup fucking French hands I don't fucking think so so that is um that's just a riff about that. <laughs> so three French hens. Um, uh, you might as well just give me a, a fucking like bag full of chicken nuggets because I don't think that's impressive. Next, four calling birds. Now, I don't know what that is. I don't know what a calling bird is. I would, shit, I would imagine. Okay, so obviously this song was written a long time. I'm going to try to figure out what a calling bird is. So obviously this song was written a very long time ago. And... A calling bird, I would imagine. So I would imagine that like phone booths probably were just around. It was actually pre-phone booth. So instead of like a, like a carrier pigeon, all right, that would be like making a call in a phone booth where like I'm sure you would have to pay a little bit to use the carrier pigeon. That's what a, a calling bird is a step above a carrier pigeon. So it went from cups with wire on it. I'm, I'm talking about ways to make calls now historically so the oldest forms of communication were letters right then cups with string in between them then carrier pigeon then calling birds then a phone booth so a calling bird i believe is basically like a prepaid bird and you give them to someone where hey here's four uh, calling birds, all right? You get four calls, and then you use these birds to make those calls, attach a message to them, and they fly away. So I'm actually not going to give one of these away to any of my patrons because, you know what? I'm going to give my four calling birds. I'm going to take that back because I'm trying to think of why, how I can make any of this make sense. I'm going to give my four calling birds to Juliet one of my patrons, because a while ago I mailed her an album like a few years ago. And I feel like that is like eight steps away from a calling bird. All right. So Juliet, if you want to send me a calling bird, whatever you got to do, I'll send you a calling bird right back. But you have four of them. And what you do with the other three is your goddamn business. Number five, five golden rings. <laughs> uh, yo, I don't, this is, who, I honestly think this is the best podcast, but it really, really might be the worst. 
So five golden rings. Um, you know who I'm giving this to? Bad Patoos, who's one of a patron. He's the only one in the $10 category. He got the whole Blake Wexler catalog. By the way, I should probably send Bad Patoos my new album, Live from the Pandemic. I keep calling it Live at the Pandemic, which is not what it's called. So Bad Patoos, you're getting five golden rings. You deserve every single one of them. Um, it's the highest value, I believe, on here. So you deserve it because you have the highest tier that you subscribe to me to. Number six, six geese laying. So um, I would say, now this one's good. So a geese, now what kind of geese, goose, what kind of goose, oh boy, I'm going to have trouble with this. What, what kind of geese are we talking about here? Because when I, a Canadian goose is not great. You know, because Canadian geese, they're everywhere. They're honestly, I would even, this is going to be controversial. Here's a take here on the Canadian goose. I honestly don't know if it's not in the same social class as a pigeon. It's like a suburban pigeon, you know, they travel around there and I think they might be worse because they're bigger. They're more of an eyesore actually, because a Canadian goose is like gray and black and like just ugly where a fat pigeon's kind of cute and they're gray and they do have like those colors on their wings. So here's a take. Pigeons high, should be higher class than Canadian geese. And I honestly just think it's because they live in cities is why we treat them that way. Because they're around trash, but like why wouldn't they be? They're trying to eat, right? Like this is, this is where they fucking live. So pigeons better than Canadian geese. Now, however... I have a feeling that this is not referring to the Canadian goose, and it's actually referring to, like, a white goose, you know? Like, those fucking geese where it has, like, a red bill or something. You know what I'm talking about? And they're laying. And you know what they're laying, everyone? Mm, I'm just going to come out and say it. Eggs. Eggs. That's what they're laying. So not only... Are you getting six plump geese? You're getting an infinite amount of eggs. Infinite amount. Infinite. Infinite. Have I been saying infinite for my entire life? So you're getting an infinite amount of eggs. And that is, you know what? I'm going to award this one to Michael Morgan. Because I've called him Matthew Morgan. And not only to to uh for my apology to him i want to give him the gift that keeps on giving it's not enough just to give him one gift so i'm going to give him what the fuck did i just say six geese a lang so he gets his geese and he's getting all the eggs he can eat i hope he's not a vegan because uh, you can't give them back michael okay next seven swans swimming uh this is you know what i'm gonna do I'm going to give, you know what? I'm going to hold on to this one. Seven Swans of Swimming. Um, this is beautiful. You know what? I'm going to give a Swan of Swimming one each to all of my patrons, huh? Right? Because there's like, what, seven of them? Five? <laughs> Are there six? I'll keep one for myself. So I'll give uh, six of my Swans of Swimming to my patrons, and I'm going to hold on to one. What the fuck? Oh, Jesus Christ. Sorry. I was just doing my podcast. If you're watching you'll realize what just happened. I uh, have a little tree next to me and my 
hand brushed brushed against it, and I thought it was a fucking terrorist spider, but it it wasn't. It was a small tree. So, um, yep, I'll keep a geese uh, a swan for myself. Number eight. By the way, swans are nasty, nasty. But people say they're nasty. Let me go positive here. I would I would imagine that people are actually just super annoying to swans because they're beautiful and they want to like touch the swan. But in reality, the swan's like, this is, I'm fucking just sitting in this lake. I know I'm gorgeous. It's like a beautiful woman, you know, where people get, they prejudge a beautiful woman. Like, oh, the swan has no personality or whatever, you know? But in reality, it's everyone bothers a beautiful woman because everyone likes a beautiful woman you know so i think i'm just projecting my own insecurities on this swan when in reality it's not the swan's fault that it was born this way and maybe the swan has a great personality i don't know it's all for you to decide next eight maids a milking now a milkmaid i don't know if that's a thing however i do know that a wet nurse is a thing and it's one of my favorite words in the entire word world what Word? World up. (laughs) So a maid of milking, I think, is one of two things. It's either a wet nurse, which a wet nurse, by the way, I believe is a nurse that breastfeeds a child, a baby. I think that's what a wet nurse is. And then a maid of milking is either a wet nurse or they are maids that just like milk the cows so either way who could i give this to i'm gonna give this to my friend matt neal that's who's getting this he's getting all the maids because i know this guy this guy needs a good old-fashioned milking (laughs) i don't i don't know if i like that joke this guy has you know what he doesn't deserve these i'm gonna keep them i'm gonna keep the maids i'm gonna get well, no, because I drink almond milk. That doesn't help. He probably does too, though. Who wants the maids? I was going to say he could free them, but I think they're paid, right? It's not like indentured servitude to be a milkmaid, right? You know what? I'm going to stay away from this one because I don't know what I don't know what a maid of milking is, much less fucking having eight of them, a whole staff, working in my goddamn house. Nine. Nine ladies dancing. That's going to Matt. Matt's been married for years. Matt needs his wife's awesome, but they need some entertainment during the lockdown. So what are we doing? We're setting up a dance floor in their house. I'm sending these nine ladies to dance over there. We don't know what they do. We don't know if they're uh if they're doctors we don't know if they're you know accountants we don't know what these ladies do but we do know that they identify as women and they love to dance so i'm sending them over to mike's matt what nope not mike's matt's god forbid those two names why do i have so much trouble with those so they're going over there nine ladies dancing enjoy number 10 10 lords of leaping so i'm gonna go uh fuck myself all right i'm gonna go 10 lords of leaping now this is just i would imagine these are 10 wealthy men who are so happy they're like jumping for joy right that's probably what a lord of leaping is or oh that's interesting maybe that's how they got knighted where they were such good jumpers they were turned into lords like they couldn't be ignored where it was like oh my god like look how fucking high that guy can jump 
this person deserves land and a castle, right? That's probably what a Lord of Leaping is. Okay, so I, I've already handed out all my uh, all my awards, so I'm going to hold on. The Ten Lords of Leaping, I mean, who can fucking keep track of those people? So they're going to be, they can go free. I don't care. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to hold those. Number 11. 11 pipers piping. Now, I think in the modern era, piping has been used as a term for sexual intercourse. So... Is that what it is? Is that an orgy? Eleven pipers piping. All right, so we're gonna do these people. They're fuckers essentially, and I'm gonna. So what is this fucking song even about? <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm giving these gifts. So my true. Oh, they're all things that my true love gave. That the true love gave to this person. All right. So eleven. Oh, so they on the eleventh day, they're done with. They're done with birds. And now we're moving into the milking territory. We've got ladies dancing. We got men jumping around. And now for eleven, we've got eleven of these people fucking. So that's interesting. So essentially, on the eleventh day of Christmas, you're giving your love an orgy. I don't know if they're to participate or watch or not even watch. I, what I like to picture this is is that um, so I'm like you open up your basement, you allow these eleven people, and you say, "All right." Um, you all, uh, and they're all like naked or in some sort of like sex outfits. You say, Hey, here's the thing. Um, I'm going to go upstairs. You guys, I'm just going to provide you with a venue to do whatever the hell you want to do to one another. And it is my basement and do not, uh, I've actually removed pretty much all of my valuables. I left a nice painting on the wall, which is obviously like covered in a tarp, but do whatever you want down here. Cause I would imagine hat like orgy people do struggle to find a place to orgy, so what you're gifting on the 11th day of Christmas is a place for people to have sex with one another in a group setting to your loved one. And you, it's not even really a gift. You just know what's happening downstairs. So that is, that's pretty nice. That's great. And now number 12, the 12th day of Christmas, my true love gave to me 11 drummers drumming. Um, all right. So 11 drummers drumming. That's a concert. Now, normally, you would want more musicians, like more like a variation. However, I've seen we've all seen Drumline. It's honestly the only cultural reference I think we all have in common is Drumline, and we've all seen it. So, I would imagine you just give a Drumline, and that is the coolest gift of them all, a Drumline. So you know what? I'm gonna give a Drumline to all the rest of my listeners. Every single one of you, you're all getting your own personal drumline. And that, if that isn't the spirit of Christmas, <laughs> I don't know what is. So now I'm going to sing the whole song. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a partridge in a pear tree. On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me two turtle doves. Let's jump ahead because I just realized this will take 45 minutes to go through the entire fucking 
song. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me twelve drummers drumming, eleven pipers fucking, ten lords a-jumping, nine ladies tip-tapping, eight milks coming out of those jumblies I just stole from Austin Powers, seven swans a-swimming, six geese a-laying, five wedding bands four prepaid birds three french hens one friendship dove and a partridge in a pear tree Thank you so much, everyone. I hope you have a very special holiday season. Um, I really appreciate you all listening to this podcast each week. It means a lot to me, and uh, it feels great to get to know many of you over the past year, and uh, I love you all very much. All right? Happy holidays. Thank you so much for listening, and that is the podcast for this week. Blake Wexler, Blake, Blake, Blake Wexler, Blake Wexler, Blake Wexler, Blake Wexler.